there y'all and welcome back to another episode of Be Still and Run. I am your host Ann, and today I wanted to continue our topic of warming up before your workout and also how it relates to warming up before your spiritual workout in the day. And today I wanted to go over how to not overcomplicate your devotional quiet time. I know a lot of people have this perfectionist mindset, whether we think we do or not, we have this, we like have this routine that we feel like we have to keep and we have to fulfill. Otherwise we feel stressed and overworked and overcomplicate things. And if you have a routine and you are in a season of stress, that is perfectly fine. The only reason I wanted to create this episode was to show you that your devotional quiet time can be personal to you and you don't have to have this certain way that you, everyone says, oh, this is what works. Okay, you are not that person and you don't have to do things exactly as everyone else does. Your, their, your relationship with God is between you and Him, so I encourage you to seek Him and see what works for you. And before I like share too much about the episode, um, I did want to say at the end though that I did pause it and since I try to keep everything raw and real, I don't edit things unless I absolutely have to. So uh, there is a little tweak at the end that I hope makes sense to you all. <laughs> so I'll let you get to the episode. Before I go for a run, I always have in my mind, what should I do for a warm-up? Should I stretch? Should I do some squats? Should I jog? Should I walk? And I've noticed that for the warmer months, I do really well if I just go for a slow jog and sort of get a feel for how my body is, how it's doing, if it's tight. Sometimes I'll throw in like a few strides or alternate the first half mile or so with some walking intervals. Sometimes I'll stretch, sometimes I'll just keep jogging slowly and my body feels fine and I just go right into the workout. But normally it's about half mile to two miles for every workout that seems to be what my body needs. However, for the cold months, I have been noticing I am more prone to injuries. So I've been noticing that I'm a little tighter. I seem to get some more problems with like plantar fasciitis and inflammation and tightness in my calves. And recently, since I am still healing from an injury back in October, uh, I thought it was my knee, but it actually turned out to be a hamstring problem. And it was just so close to my knee that I thought it was the knee and it's actually like the very end and inside of my hamstring. So I've been working on that and seeing huge improvements which I am very grateful for because I got I was really tired of dealing with it and I actually didn't really feel or figure out what the problem was until I went to the gym with a friend and I did a lot of hamstring um quad type exercises and I noticed the next day that my hamstrings were tight but there was no knee pain so I'm like 
Ah, and then she also mentioned how I showed her where the problem has been, and she kind of agreed with me in saying that it was a hamstring problem. And then I mentioned it to a couple other people, and they were saying the same thing. So I've been doing a lot of hamstring work, and it seems to be really helping. And I've been making sure that I do stretch a little bit before I go running now that it's cold because I feel like my body's tighter in the winter than it normally would be and that seems to be helping a lot so I'm very grateful for that. Um, so it really just for me it all depends on the day as to what I need to do to warm up and this reminded me a lot of my devotional time over the last few years. So this month we're talking about how our warm-up is very important, and that goes for our Christian life as well, and how the, what we think about first in the morning really determines how the rest of our day goes, and how we spend our time in the morning really also influences how our day goes. So I've been really trying to think of this and do some like unintentional research just by watching other people listening to other people and it seems to be very true and so just knowing that having your devotional time or quiet time in the morning is really going to set you off on the right foot is something to keep in mind but I've also realized that a lot of people overcomplicate their devotional or their quiet time they have like this strict thing in their mind of what their quiet time should look like and it kind of takes the joy out of it. That would be like you giving me a date idea to go out with someone and saying that it really works for you, you guys really love it and me not really liking it and it not really working out but because you like it so much that's like me trying to make it work. I know that's not very a very good example, but since my sister is getting married in a couple of weeks, that seems to be on my mind a lot and relating um, a lot of my life with, like my relationship with God as like an example, or not an example, I'm saying this wrong. Like I've noticed the way my sister and her fiance treat each other is really sort of the way I should be handling my relationship with God in making him prioritized throughout my day and spending a lot of time with them as much as possible and doing things that they like. And so just thinking about your quiet time in the morning as a date time with God, it's your time to get to know him a little bit more, to spend time with him, to have a conversation, to really grow your relationship and become closer. And this is something that will be a huge help in you not overcomplicating because as humans we are very prone to overcomplicating the Christian life and it really does not need to be that difficult because each of us are different each of us have a different role to play in this life we have different um, likes and dislikes and God created each one of us differently so we um, enjoy different things and God likes it all well as long as it's not sinful but he likes spending time with us in the ways that we would like to spend time with him because he looks at the heart 
So I want to challenge you guys this week to shake it up a bit and really look at the way you're spending time with Jesus and just remember that the Bible is God's primary way of speaking to you. So I know some people listen to sermons, some people do devotionals only, and there's nothing wrong with that, but just make sure that you're spending time in God's word because that is his primary way of speaking to us while we're here on this earth. And he uses it to instruct us, to teach us, encourage us, to steer us in the right direction, and it's his love letter to us. So just remember, no matter how you want to spend time with him in the morning, that you make sure it's also spent in God's word. And as I said a few weeks ago, there's no perfect morning routine, quiet time routine, or warm-up routine. It's finding out what works for you in this season. And that is a big part, too, because I've noticed as I have dropped the the vision and the perfect routine that I need to do in the morning, it's created my devotional time a lot more special to me. And I'm able to, I've noticed, really draw closer to Christ and really figure out, not figure out, but learn who he is and just, yeah, it's been a big shift and I've really enjoyed it. So the only thing I would advise you in being unique is to make sure you spend it in the morning with God because, again, that's what's going to set you off on the right foot. And just as you wouldn't start your spiritual workout like your what God has said before you that day, what he's going to allow in your life. You're not going to just full out, jump out of bed and run out into a straight sprint. So you kind of, you know, get up, have your coffee and all this stuff. You don't just go straight to work. Well, some people do if they sleep in or whatever, but most people have some kind of short morning routine that they do before they jump into the day. And the same should be for our spiritual life. We should start it out with God, the one who knows everything, the one who knows what's going to happen that day, the one who knows us, knows what we're dealing with. Just starting it out with him is really, really going to help with that. And your goal is to really keep it as simple as possible. Um, I... Last year, joined a challenge to where I was reading through the entire Bible, and my and my goal in the beginning was to read it at night because I really, like, I had my morning devotions, but then I wanted to be able to read through the Bible at night just to spend a little bit more time in God's Word, but it didn't always work out that way, actually. More than half the year, I probably did not read at night, and... That was okay because I found like prayer or just meditating on a verse or whatever was much more simpler because I was always tired at night and it was better for me to work from my heart of this is what I want to do for God right now and it just made it made it from and I have to, to, and I get to kind of devotional time. That would be like if you wanted to go out on a date with somebody and 
they felt like they had to, but they didn't really want to, you probably wouldn't really want to go on that date. So just keep that in mind. And God intended us to live in a relationship with him. So really just look at the Bible um, one day and read a few verses. The next day, maybe do some prayer journaling. Um, have a devotional that sometimes I'll take a devotional that's, we'll say 52 days. I think that was the last one I did. It actually took me like almost a year to finish because I didn't do it every day. So sometimes I'll do like a devotional thing. Sometimes I'll just read the Bible. Sometimes I'll do more prayer journaling. Um, other days I'll just meditate on a verse and like write down questions about it and write down things I felt like God was saying to me about him. And then also, um, oh, verse memory. Sometimes I'll just work on like verse memory and sometimes I haven't done this in a while because I have been so busy and I kind of need to keep my mind on Christ, but I used to just sit and practice being in his presence in the morning. And that was, I really liked that. But during ever since Christmas and then wedding planning, um, helping my sister with that, it's, it's been crazy. And so just sitting there, I can't do that right now because my mind just goes to what I need to be doing that day. So I like to right now in this season, just, um, just have like God's word and read that and then let him speak to me through that. And so I wanted to share Psalm 63, one through four says, O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is to see thy power and thy glory. So I have, I have seen thee in the sanctuary because thy loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. And I share that verse because of the first section mainly, but also because the rest sort of talks to God and reminds me about what I should be doing in the morning. But it says, early will I seek thee. And this was, I don't know if David read this psalm or not. This might be one of the random ones that don't have an author above it. So whoever it was, they had a desire to seek God early in the morning. And some people say that this was written during a time of depression, like the person was really down and sad. And this kind of was like encouraging to them and uplifting to be able to write something, to be able to write the truth and focus on praising God. And just the early will I seek thee. There's so many times in the Bible where God gives somebody something to do and they rose early the next day and did it. Like, the only one I can remember right off the top of my head is Abraham when he, God asked him to sacrifice his son. I'm pretty sure he was one of the ones that he rose up early the next day and to set out to do what God had asked him to do. And I'm thinking Joshua, something that God told Joshua, um, maybe Elijah. I'm not 100% sure who all the people were, 
But there is plenty of times in the Bible where it says that they got up early. And Jesus was actually one of them. He would rise early before it was yet day, and he would spend time in prayer before everybody was up. Because in essence, once the day starts, it's kind of hard to have a silent or a quiet time to be able to spend with God alone. So the thing I want or encourage you guys to do this week is to really shake up your devotional time and do things that just tell God you want to spend time with him and just kind of have fun with it. Just make sure that you're spending it with God, like you're spending it in his word and you're spending it in prayer and in communication. That way you can actually grow in your relationship. And I would advise you to not listen to a sermon or read a devotional every day because those are man's words. They're not necessarily words from God. So I would advise you to do that. But... So I'm sorry, guys. I paused the recording to let somebody in the room and I don't know where I left off and it won't let me look. So I'm just going to pick up randomly where I think I left off. (laughs) Hopefully you guys will be able to figure it out. Anyway, I like to keep things raw and real. So this is what you get. So just before I go, I just want to encourage you guys to, that's what I was talking about. Just Really shake it up and spend time with Jesus in a way that is personal to you and a way that'll be fun. And some people think that having fun is not for a Christian. So if you're one of them, then I don't know, just use a different word. Use enjoyment or just spend time with God in a way that is not against your conviction and a way that will help you grow closer to Christ. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of Be Still and Run. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, I did want to mention that... Uh, plans have been changing a lot in the background, and the I have mentioned a couple, uh, what are they called, the mini courses, and those have been kind of set aside. I have quit working on this for a little bit, and I'm actually working on an ebook, and I think I might have mentioned this before, since I had... Um, I've done a lot of podcasts in preparation for the holidays because I knew I'd be busy and I'm glad I did because then it went straight into wedding planning for my sister. Um, I kind of forget if I did share anything about that, but it is called The Simplicity of Christianity and I did change the subtitle and I'm hoping or I'm thinking it'll stay the same, um, but I'm it's... Let me see if I can remember what it is. Hold on just a second. Okay, so it's called The Simplicity of Christianity, a seven-part ebook on living the Christian life from a runner's perspective. Changing your life from an I have to Christianity to an I get to. And this is one of my most favorite writings I have done so far. 
It is based off of my last training block for the Mohican half that I did, which I would say would be my second, maybe third, I don't know. It's one of my top three favorite races I've done so far. Um, I did have a huge meltdown closer to the end, so to me that kind of takes away some of the excitement from the race, but I still did enjoy it. I just wouldn't say it was my best race. And I learned a lot, mainly afterwards, but I did end up putting a an ebook together. Um, basing the Christian life off of that training block because it was such a unique one that I've never had before and I feel like it fit perfectly, like God set it up just right. And I am really excited to get it out to you guys. I'm working on the sales page right now and it is going to be free but for organization's sake we call it the sales page but um, all you'll have to do is sign up for our email list and you'll get that for free and I am just I have sent it out to a oh, I don't know about 10 people to give feedback and everything and I'm waiting to receive what they think about it and if there's any edits or updates that I should add or take away but yeah I'm really excited to get that out to you guys because I, I have read it so many times because I enjoy it so hopefully other people like it as much as I do so in the meantime I will be continuing the warm-up section for this month and then we'll be going into the cool down so ending our day with God and really thinking about how our day was and ending it in a way that we can be ready for the next day. So next week is going to be on the perfect morning routine. I know this kind of goes against what I've been saying, but bear with me. It's There is a perfect morning routine for you as an individual. It just may change depending on the season you're in, depending on your life, there is a perfect morning routine for you for your season. So that's what next week will be about. And Lord willing, I'm hoping to get a podcast out every week, but it will be on the blog if I do not come out with a podcast. Anyway, I will stop jabbering and let you get on with your day. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week.